Hi guys, thanks so much for all your free great free great content. Love you guys. Oh well, Jesse. thank you. Thanks for being a consumer. Marie, moving soon, downsizing and into an estate with my two Rotties. Mm -hmm. Any tips? Um, well, you, you're downsizing to an estate. I mean, sounds pretty good. I mean, if you're in the UK and you're just calling in just from an estate, that's just a different terminology. This is the thing, you know, you can live in a studio apartment, literally a studio apartment and have two Rotties. Why? Because when the dogs are inside the house, they should be lying down doing nothing. All of your physical activity is going to be outside. Everything from structured walks on the street to any off-leash stuff, you know, whether that's in a field, a, a, a sports field, a school um, playground, um, the beach, the woods, things like that. Um, so the, the more structure you have, the better. That's all I can say. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Kelman, a solid canine training, the wonderful, beautiful Joelle, and this is the What Would Jeff Do Show. The What Would Jeff Do Show is a weekly podcast we try to be consistent with, but between travel and this and that, and who knows what's going on, and I leave tomorrow for six weeks, and I have no idea what's going to go on with the podcast, I might just have to come up with a new podcast for... I don't know what we're going to do about YouTube videos. I don't, it doesn't matter. We'll figure something out. Anyway, um, you ask your questions, we give you answers, and a lot of it is because... Um, you have problems with your dogs. So what we do is you ask a question and a lot of it's going to be, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? So I want everybody to notice the line of questioning and you're gonna hear me talk a lot about punishment. Now punishment, all that is, is the opposite of a reward. In order to stop a unwanted behavior, you have got to um, have a consequence for that behavior. You cannot like it, but facts don't care about your feelings. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. And then also we do something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. This weekend I'll be in Virginia and then Austin, Texas, and then San Diego, California, and then Phoenix, Arizona. And then back here for another Leash Reactivity Seminar workshop. And um, you all just got all the footage um, in from that. And so we'll be editing those videos. And then we also now have a... Um, Solid Canine Training University, and Joel's about to put up the link right now for that. And you can join a, um, what to give you a little synopsis of the first video that has been put up. It's our walk, the walk video, mm. how you master your walk with your dog. Yes. How do we teach heel, our step-by-step -step formula on how we teach a proper heel, and then how you apply it in the real world around real distractions, not just in a sterile training environment. Right. Excellent. All leash work. You don't have to worry about remote calling. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. It's $27. It's up there. It's in detail. It's in depth. We're going to be putting, by the way, everything on this platform. We're going to be showing corrections, showing barking, leash pops, corrections, resource guarding. We're showing it all. Nothing is going to be held back. So that's a benefit of us having a paid platform where we can't be removed from like a lot of the free social media platforms that are out there now where every snowflake um, in the place you know, it's like, I almost feel like all these people are, they've got like stock in snow shovel companies. They're like, how big of a snowflake can I be just so I can sell more shovels? Hey, it's a great business plan. Right. Yeah. And then we also have the training center here and um, we work with every dog with every behavior and we love to specialize in really bad behaviors. Let's go. I'm typing up the link. Okay. 
Maria or Marie. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on. She says, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are you? Devin says, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Howdy. Howdy, ma'am, sir. Sawblade Entertainment, looking for a job and really wanting to get into dog training. Would it be worth giving PetSmart a try so I can get time with dogs, even though they only do positive only? Thanks for all the advice. So um, as far as it being a big box dog trainer, you know, you, you are going to be limited on what you're allowed to do. Unfortunately, you might be going against your ethics and not like doing anything nefarious, but actually you're, you're, are, you have to hold back proper information from clients that will actually help them. So I would find that a struggle in that from an ethical issue. Um, they don't support um, training tools. So I'd find that, you know, an ethical issue, but as far as getting your hands on dogs and working with clients and seeing what works and what doesn't work, that's fine. But I'd rather you just find a trainer to apprentice with. Literally, free help. Next. Uh, Yesenia. Hey, guys. Hope you're doing great. Hi, Yesenia. Oh, yeah. Things are fantastic. Yesenia, I thought there was going to be a question. No. Yesenia, things are fantastic. Hope everything's great for you as well. Jesse, hi guys. Thanks so much for all your free great free great content. Love you guys. Oh, well, hi, thank you. Thanks for being a consumer. Marie, moving soon, downsizing and into an estate with my two Rotties. Mm -hmm. Any tips? Um, well, you, you're downsizing to an estate? I mean, sounds pretty good. I mean, if you're in the UK and you're just calling in just from an estate, that's just a different terminology. This is the thing. You know, you can live in a studio apartment, literally a studio apartment, and have two Rotties. Why? Because when the dogs are inside the house, they should be lying down doing nothing. All of your physical activity... It's going to be outside, everything from structured walks on the street to any off-leash stuff, you know, whether that's in a field, a, a, a sports field, a school um, playground, um, the beach, the woods, things like that. Um, so the, the more structure you have, the better. That's all I can say. Next. Um, Devin said, Sawblade, don't do it. Find a local dog trainer and see if you can approach Awesome. Good advice. Parker. How to eliminate leash reactivity with the e-collar? Um, well, I don't know what your skill set is, but there's a lot of different ways that um, goes into that. Um, first, number one, you need to know what loading is, and you need to know how to use a remote collar to eliminate loading. Um, so the last thing I want you to do is just be shocking your dog for and having bad timing. Bad timing is what is the worst because bad timing can actually accelerate it and actually can get a redirection bite on you. It's got nothing to do with the remote collar. It's literally just bad timing. Um, just holding holding your dog back with a leash on a flat buckle collar can get you bit. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you've got to understand arousal in dogs and you have to understand loading in dogs. And, you know, we will be putting out information, I think from our last leash reactivity workshop um, that, that will show that I talk a lot about if you're not part of our Patreon channel, my Patreon channel is filled with how to stop leash reactivity. Mm, um, yeah. We have that one, that one dog that came in super hot lunging at your face mm -hmm. and the guy was holding it back by his big flat buckle collar. Yep. Yeah. So I think that, that what you're going to be doing is, is get your dog in a proper heel. The first sign of um, loading and you would be saying no and then applying your punisher and, Again, what level you have got to know what level to do, and what's you'll, your, the dog will tell you the level to do. You might want to do a one on one with me um, because I can eliminate that really, really quickly. Next, Marie said, Have to do walk the walk. Nice, yes, check it out. Please do. Devin, 
I'm having a hard time getting contact with my mini educator on this six month old lab. Not sure if it's too loose or when it's too tight. Well, if the dog passes out, it's too tight. And if you can take the box and it goes around like this, you can move the box. It's too loose. You also might need to use, believe it or not, thick fur contact points without good contact. You don't have um, proper usage of it. So you definitely want to get fit is probably the most important thing next to um, knowledge. Because if you have all the knowledge on how to use the remote collar in the world, but you don't have right fit, none of it matters. None of, none of it none of it matters at all. So I think it's really, really important that you get proper fit. And that's why you can barely move. You cannot move the box at all. And you want to make sure that the boxes, the contact points are making really good contact. And also making sure that you're, you just figure out what the dog's working level is next. Water by hi there. I have a 20 year old chihuahua. Holy shit. Nine 20 years, 20 years, 20 years old. Holy fucking shit. And a nine month old Belgian Malinois. Wow. The male without warning tries to bite the chihuahua in the head. Help please. Well, you know, at 20 years old, a lot of dogs that whether it's a male or not, um, um, will pick on a older dog. So you have to, you have to protect that older dog and advocate for that older dog. So, what I, I don't know what your skill set is. So what I would do is how old's the how old's the male? Nine months. So I would put a remote collar on that dog. I also don't know what your structure, your leadership, or your training protocols are. I don't know what your lifestyle is either. I don't know what your household management program looks like. I don't know what you've done with this dog as far as it learning yes and no. But what I would do is if I owned a nine-month-old dog of any breed and it went after any of my dogs, let alone a dog that was one-tenth its size and one thousandth of its biting power um and also significantly difference in age and one one on death's doorstep um that dog would get a correction that um blew it through the roof so what does that look like i would make it use a remote collar on that nine month old uh, um uh, bell. bell with a no first i would correct it it even thinking about going after my chihuahua. Would it be uncomfortable? Yes, it would be excruciating uncomfortable. And for the folks out there that say don't train with pain, really? Really? So what, explain to me step-by-step step what you would do with a night. And I'm not like arguing with you, Malinois owner or anyone else, but I hear this all the time. It's like, show me what you would do to get a nine-month-old Malinois to not bite a 20-year-old chihuahua because there's a lot of factors involved in that there's a lot of factors involved in that but all i know is you're not going to reward that dog for not biting it you're going to correct the hell out of it for trying to bite it and the way you apply a proper correction is you're not mad you're not angry you use no emotion it's a marker word of no and the remote collar is going to do all the yelling for you next uh diane sorry if you're lost today angelo is a remarkable boy to stay oh, thank with you yes yes we put um one of our dogs down today and angelo um wanted to be there for um for mac and it was um it was angie's first time ever seen a dog um put to sleep put to rest um and it was very very emotional for him and uh, i'm really super proud of him but it was time for mac to go because mac was in lots of pain and um just just so many different issues cognitively hearing vision um bone structure walking um there's so many issues with these you know older shepherds um that happened so he had a good life with us um we kept him alive for eight more years than he was supposed to be and um and i'm really proud of i'm proud of angelo so but thank you 
Fosk. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Love you guys. Should I correct a dog for excessive sniffing? Um, depends. I need context. If you're on the walk, yes. Outside, um, off leash. If you don't want the dog to do it, but no. Um, you know, so, I mean, the big thing is the walk is the walk is the walk. Head, your, your head is up. There's no, there's no sniffing. There's no marking. There's no, 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 no going right or left unless I go right or left. You, you stay at my pace a little bit behind me. So a little bit of context there, but usually on a structured walk, there's no sniffing. Yes. Next. Brittany, can you make a trip up to Alaska for a seminar? So I was up in Alaska once before, even though I got, um, death threats from a convicted felon who's also a woman um uh, 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 uh been arrested for beating up women um and i just say that because this person knows who they are and they also made a viral video about me meanwhile they're out there beating the shit out of females um so um as far as going up to alaska again we're actually cutting down the amount of uh uh, seminars we do just because of scheduling and flight restrictions and um, health restrictions in different um, states and, and countries. Um, we do have a contact up in um, Alaska, though, that has a venue that has opened it up for us. So that is a possibility. I would suggest, though, that you come to our any of our Northern California or Washington State ones next. Canine Peck, uh, so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Laura Foster, German Shepherd puppy, 14 weeks old. How to teach him to walk on a leash and not pull? Um, just that's the most basic thing you can do. Just get yourself a, um, a prong collar, a 2.25 millimeter prong collar, and learn how to introduce it and how to start working with it. And then teach the dog how to um, walk. On, I've got tons of videos. We on, just on launched that. a series on that. Our or course. what you could do is buy the course for $27 next. Um, and the link is... I will put it up. Put it back up, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. Um, where are we? Amir. Hi, guys. Why is it so important to say the word no before correcting? If the dog reacts toward other dogs outside on the leash, is it okay if I say heel and correct with e-collar or with the leash pop? Thanks. Well, heel is an obedience command. No is a marker word for pre-punisher just like a clicker or the word yes is a marker word for a reward so you want to have very clear very clear yes and no's so heal is obedience so we believe you could first of all you can train your dog any way you want to let's put that right out there um but we believe that before a punisher as many people believe obviously that no is important to mark the unwanted behavior, which is either the reactivity or the thought of reactivity. And then you can always put the dog in heel afterwards if you want to. Next. Bruno, how to correct reactive dog with e-collar? Um, again, I, met, I, I already answered that in the, previously in today. Next. Marie said she's from South Africa. That's why she's moving to an estate. Yes, that's why she Got uses it. that word. Got it. Got it. Renee, curious to why you use dominant collars rather than training chains. Like a dominant dog collar? Well, a dominant dog collar we use very, very specifically for aggressive dogs because we can, it, it's, you can take the air oxygen away from the dog. It's a very, very specific purpose. Um, as far as choke chains, we just don't use choke chains. Um, we use um, prong collars as our main training, but we use dog training as our main training. It's just personal choice, company, company choice. We just find them very, very effective. 
but what I always say is whatever works best for you. I'm a huge advocate of whatever works best for you. Next. Rita, I lived in an apartment with two Roddies. They were amazing lap dogs. We used to go out twice a day. Awesome. Next. Devin said, any book recommendations? Um, Sean O'Shea, The Good Dog Way. Um, he's got a great book. Um, the um, the Good Dog Way dot com is the is retail no, isn't it dot net no that would be the good dog dot net um the good dog way oh i it's... think it's dot com Got just it. look up sean just look up sean o'shea yeah the good dog yeah if you go to the good dog dot net you'll find everything next parker said okay i get that thank you kevin my dog barks at other people walking their dogs and we we're in our small apartment dog park any advice um i'm not a big fan of dog parks but you'd have to correct the dog you can use a remote collar if you want to um wolf girl 0674 i hate you you are stupid well most 12 year olds will think that sometimes but wolf girl 0674 can you can you go into a little bit more detail and tell me exactly why you hate hate is a strong word you probably want to get that out of your out of your aura. You don't, you hate is not a good feeling to have. And as far as me being stupid, what is your definition of stupid? And what is your bar that you're judging that by? Am I stupid um, educationally as far as like, because I was, didn't graduate from a university? Am I stupid because I don't understand world, what's going on in the world? Am I stupid because you're 12 years old and that's just the extent of your vocabulary? Next. Um... Parker, Kevin, my dog barks at other people. We did that. Lisa, I have a really good dog who is a really good hunter. If it was during the apocalypse and we needed to feed the family, she would be great. But I need her to stop killing furry critters in our yard. I've done lots of recall work, but I can't overcome her prey drive suggestions. Right. You don't want to overcome her prey drive. Okay. So you're doing recall work. You're using obedience command. First of all, getting your dog to recall and drive is an awesome skill set. Congratulations. That means you've been working really, really hard at that. But you need to apply a punisher. So what you can do is you can let your dog, if it's chasing something, a critter that you don't want it to, you would say no and correct your dog at a very, very high level. And most high drive dogs, which I own um, them, um, will blow through a hundred when they're in drive. So a lot of dogs, you can use a double collar on or a stronger collar on. So a lot of times people will say, oh, you need to train more recall. So I've got a dog. Um, Tex, who is a Malinois, who has probably recalled to me over 5,000 times. He has got great recall. Now, recall and drive, he has damn good recall and drive. Recall of a coyote, um, he failed one time and he went after a coyote. But I didn't know that until he went after a coyote. You know, so deer, I can get him off of. Um, farm animals, I can get him off of. Coyote, it all that is training didn't work. And for any dog trainer out there to say that training always works, it's like, no, training fails. Just look up dog training competition fails. Like the best trained dogs in the world make stupid mistakes. Um, so um, I was able to fix that. So I would suggest a double collar if you cannot get your dog to um, stop chasing critters. Next. Fosk for good contact, bungee strap and wing contacts. Yes. Michelle, hi, I just adopted two Wheaton Terriers. The rescue told me they were a bonded pair and can't be separated. That's fucking bullshit. Outright Hush, lie. one is four and one is five, female and male. My uncle grabbed the female by her collar when she went to pee in the house again. 
and she bit him on the hand and locked on needed stitches. Mm-hmm. The other one joined in. Yep. Any suggestions? We've had them for a month and they are sweet dogs, but now we're nervous. Okay, they're not sweet dogs. I don't want to give them up, but not sure what to okay. do. So first of all, they're not sweet dogs. They're biting dogs. Let's focus on the exact problem. It's no disrespect for you. Don't hate me for that comment. And if you do, sorry about that. This is the thing. The, the whole bonded pair thing, fine. Maybe they are bonded. They are a bonded pair, but they can be separated. They can be separated. They'll be fine. That is a ploy that's used by shelters to get more money from you and to empty out their shelter. But it's an outright blatant lie and it's disrespect and it's an ethical issue that I have. So, number one, Grabbing a dog's collar is one of the easiest ways to get bit. What was it about? What was the what was the collar being grabbed for? It was starting to pee in the house. Right. So, I think it was take so it that's why we like leashes on dogs, remote collars on dogs. But what you can do is you can counter condition the grabbing of the collar. So you would grab the dog's collar. If it didn't bite you, you would click and reward. If you grab the dog's collar and it did bite you, you would or attempt to bite you. I would suggest getting on either a a, a, a welding glove. Um, have the dog muzzled, uh, maybe. what's that muzzle the dog or mu- yeah muzzle the dog and work the dog through it and correct it very harshly with a remote collar next um nick what's the best way to introduce two dogs um we're making a youtube video on oh, that yeah. right now it'll be launched probably in a couple of days but there is a hundred variables yeah and that's usually on a one-on-one but i don't know your dog i don't know the other dog i don't know the other person i don't know your skill set I don't know the other person's skill set and I don't know the dogs. We have some dogs that we can just put together. And they do great. We've got some dogs that will try to kill each other. So there's a lot of variables involved in that. Next. Jadrian, I'm so sorry for your loss. My GSD recently started having potty accidents and getting hysterical from stress. Yeah. Well, potty accidents, you can look into medical. You can possibly do pro in. I'm not a vet. Don't take medical advice from, from me. Um, and then as far as stress, there's a lot of ways you can eliminate stress in a dog through um, our, actually our training program, which works on a lot of duration work that, that eliminates um, um, stress as well as a lot of structured lifestyle, which also eliminates stress as well. Um, next. Flutterby said, out of reaction, I whapped her on the snout and told her, no, I'm sorry about your dog. Um, the dog that was biting the 20-year-old chihuahua. Oh, I would do more than whack the dog on the nose. Yeah. And you can put that into my fucking hate Jeff Gelman reel if you want to, guys. Yeah. I don't think people I, – I don't think people understand what it's like to own a dog that bites. And to think that, oh, my gosh, Jeff, Jeff encourages whacking the dog on the nose. I'm like, well, first of all, I don't have a problem with somebody whacking their dog on the nose after it tried to bite another dog. And if you do, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. whacking a dog on the nose is not going to harm the dog it will not harm the dog a malinois the 20 year old chihuahua is about to get harmed i said a mal like that's nothing compared to what males go through in any of the work any of the sports that's nothing but in the real world <coughs> excuse me i'm gonna cough uh-oh it's not covid don't worry Okay, I was tested. For some reason, I, I I found it weird that the doctor shoved something on my ass and said it was a COVID test. And I'm like, okay, it must be that you new. You probably enjoyed it, though. Enjoyed it. I fucking tipped 20 bucks. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Next. 
Oh, Kathy B, sorry about your dog. Thank you, Kathy. Jadrian, she's driving me crazy. Her whining and new panic near other dogs is bizarre and unpleasant. Yeah, so this is the dog that's all of a sudden got new behaviors. Panicking. Yeah, so, you know, the dog might be insecure. Put a leash on the dog, guide the dog, you know, you know, start from, say, scratch. I don't know what the skill set of the dog is. I don't know what you've been doing with your dog as far as, like, proactive stuff. Um, sometimes dogs left to their own devices are just not, they just don't do well. They just need more guidance from us. Next. Um, Alina, my dog whines when she sees other dogs. I trained him heal as soon as he sees other dogs, but I cannot stop him whining. Corrections don't work. So corrections do work. You just have to find the correction that does work. But why do you ask, why are you only healing your dog when it sees other dogs? Why isn't your dog in heal during the walk? But is that a dog? Yeah. Who is that? What do you think? I'm going to text Courtney right now. I don't know who. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, what I would do is whining. What kind of corrections are you giving? There's a lot of ways to correct a dog. So, you know, leash pop, remote collar, water bottle, bonker. I'm not quite sure what corrections you're doing, but corrections do work. If they don't work, then it wasn't a correction. If you think about it. Next. Jadrian said she's three years old, by the way, way too old to be doing this shit. Oh, the panicking weird behavior. No, dogs, dogs never too old to do it they do it all the time at all ages next um laura said thank you you're welcome alina i already read that one oh, you blocked wolf girl i sure did Aww. Bye. oh shoot i was trying to build up my 12 year old fan base jessica hi she said she was 14 not 12 get it right oh for did she mm -hmm. oh jessica hi so sorry if you're lost just joining so i don't know if you already have addressed this but my dog is particularly reactive to skateboards and scooters but occasionally regular bikes and runners or yep. other dogs yep <laughs> i'm planning to start with e-collar but wonder if there are other things to do or ways to there sure response. is yep you know that hate video that's been circulating out there on me the one that was highly edited with a false narrative that's been circulated over one million times where I, where I bonked that innocent-looking black dog standing next to its owner, looking lovingly up its owner. Well, that dog was reactive to bicycles, and it would bite its owner. And I threw a cotton towel at it. Ooh, mean Jeff. So what you do is there's something called loading. Loading is the precursor to explosion. Loading is the naughty thoughts the dog has that it's about to do and do those naughty thoughts. So what do you do? Take your dog out, put it in a sit next to you, have the bonker ready, get the environmental that it, that it explodes on. And as soon as that dog loads, understand what loading is, you say no and you bonk and you bonk really, really hard. And then all of a sudden, guess what? Your dog stops. Next. Mitchell, GSD gets overly excited when she sees dogs she knows. I'm wondering about the timing. Should I correct her? Should I not let her look at the dog at all or let her look, say no and reward when calm? That's the easy part. We didn't talk about correcting when not calm, right? So you have to, you can't escape the punisher. So the pu punish, punishers are not just for, for bad, dangerous dogs or no, dangerous he behavior. he talked about correcting. He said, should I not let her look at the dog at all? Oh, but no, no. I want her to be able to look at the dog because she's a, she's a happy-go-lucky dog. If it, was, if it was a dog killer or a highly aggressive dog, we might put the dog in avoidance. But I don't think we need to put your happy-go-lucky dog into avoidance. So what I would do is I would correct the act of, again, loading, which is the pre-explosion. Next. Uh, Shinuda, how long shall I use the prong collar for leash pulling? Why stop? 
To, well, first of all, you have to the the, the prong collar is a tool. Food is a tool. A clicker is a tool. A leash is a tool. A flat buckle collar is a tool. A martingale is a tool. A head halter is a tool. So, you know, theoretically, you should be able to train your dog to off-leash reliability with eventually nothing on. But having a remote collar as a backup is always helpful for those what-if moments. But I don't know your skill set. But let's not worry about getting rid of tools. Let's get rid of problems. Next. Emily, our dog whines, cries, runs toward me. Anytime my husband comes towards me, the roll towel isn't working well to stop the behavior. Thoughts? Yeah, your dog eventually is going to bite your husband um, or somebody else. I want you to teach the out command, out away from people. And there, as far as the roll towel not working, it's possible, most likely, that you're not doing it properly. Next. Alina, my dog whines when it sees other dogs. I already read this yep. one. Um Kevin, my one-year-old GSD whines in the cage when I'm about to feed him or walk him. Any advice? Thank you. Yep, you have to correct it. All this, okay, say, so let me just, just blanket comment on whining. Whining is an unwanted behavior, at least in my world. I don't think anybody out there likes whining. Now, we can say, well, the dog's whining because he's excited. I know why dogs whine, guys. It's still unwanted. It's still an unwanted behavior. Therefore, you have to apply a punisher to eliminate it. You know, it's just like put it in the same category. It's actually worse than barking, in my opinion. I hate whining. Like there's a dog out there right now howling. I find that way more annoying than barking. Barking is easier to eliminate than howling. So um, what you want to do is you would say no. And remote collars are great for whining dogs. Next. Um, Alina, oh my gosh, I've already read this like 10 times. It keeps coming through. Hmm. Nick, thanks. Look forward to the YouTube video. Your videos have changed what I can do with my dog. And I'm very thankful for all the education you guys provide. Oh, awesome. Emily, I want to implement the crate as part of our routine for a dog who currently rarely is in it. Hmm. Do I need to slowly increase duration? He goes into the crate with no problem, no signs of crate anxiety. So here's a great story for you. Dog's never been crated before. It comes to our boarding train. Guess where dogs sleep? Crates. This is how we slowly introduce them to it. Get in your crate, shut the door. Good night. Any nonsense, we correct. You need a ton of people out there. Huge amount of the dog training population, huge amount of the medical community, huge amount of dog owners. They will say, if you correct the dog in the crate, the dog will have a negative association with the crate. Okay. Let's think about this rationally. It's called common sense. Dogs screaming in the crate, biting at the crate bars, trying to get out of the crate. I've never met it before. Do does that dog have a negative association? Does that dog have a negative association with the crate by its behavior? Yes. It's never met me before. I didn't create it. It already exists. I only correct behaviors that exist. That's the thing about people that are like, well, that'll make the dog what? Make the dog what? The dog's already doing it. Do you think I'm randomly? Right now, there's three dogs in this room, all calmly lying down. Do you think I would just randomly just correct them? No. That would be stupid to do. 
Dogs get corrected for unwanted behaviors, not for wanted behaviors. Next. Kayla, what's the best way to not only help my dog build confidence, but also myself? I know training is a way to help build confidence. It is. But what's best practice to help me trust my dog for training, such as recall, et cetera? Well, success. That's the answer for you. How do you get success? Through training. Who's your best friend? Long line for recall. Long line in a structured recall training protocol. There's actually a, doesn't have to be our way to train recall, but recall is actually a training method. It's not just, I hope my dog comes back to me. It's literally you're training your dog for recall and you'll be doing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reps. Next. Um, Michelle, thank you for your response. I felt the same way about them not being separated. Now that I have them, I don't want to send one back to the shelter. Why not? Again, I love how you always say what you think is right and don't let opinions bother you. Right, right. So why not send one back to the shelter? Why not send the biting one back? Because she can handle this. No, I know. But I'm just saying, though. I'm just no, saying. No, they both jumped in. No, the other one jumped in. One bit. And the other one jumped in. I'm just saying, though. So they're both biting dogs. But the other one started it. Okay. All I'm saying this, though. I'm not saying to get rid of any of your dogs but i'm saying excuse me you adopted out a biting dog here's your dog back she's had him for a while already i think i didn't say she had to you can do it but she, she absolutely can do it next oh nine danny girl i have a rr was that rhodesian ridgeback who is a few sandwiches short of a picnic <laughs> doesn't realize he's 40 kilograms what's that 40 kilograms 2.2 so figure it out really quick 80 something <laughs> i have a 13 month son who obviously, 80 pounds for starters 18 month son who obviously can't trust the rhodesian ridgeback can i teach him to be more spatially aware he panics and runs if corrected yeah, keep him on a leash so he can't run. And as far as spatially, spatially aware, train the out command, O-U-T. You can also use a stockyard whip to create a bubble. Next. Jadrian said, thanks, guys. Missed you. You're welcome. We missed you, too. Susie, so sorry if you're lost. Any advice to offer for a two-year-old fixed male who is marking everywhere suddenly? Correct. Both inside and yes. out. He was my first dog. I recently added number four, and then this started. I finally put a belly band on him. Okay, so you can correct. That you can correct. Did I just... Did I just um, that was the biting dog. Yeah. So you correct that for marking, marking behavior, but you can correct marking behavior because marking behavior is a choice. Next. JJ said, if I threw a water bottle at my dog, he would play with it. It's his favorite toy. Well, we don't use water bottles. We don't, to, we don't use water, water bottles. bottles with dogs. Yeah. We do bonkers. And we have, I can throw my bonker and tell my dog to go get it, but I can also use my bonker as a correction tool. Next. Sarah, dog seems to resource guard other household dog. Growls when you try to pet the other dog and will nip. Thoughts? Yep. Um, it's called resource guarding. Obviously, you you mentioned it. I've got to um, teach your dog the out command. Teach your dog the out command. Next. Um, Raquel from Brazil. My new, my not my new, my favorite people. I'm so happy to see your new project with the video series. Oh, thanks, Raquel. Thank you. Kathy said, very sorry about Mac. Thank you. Uh, Danny Girl said... Rhodesian Ridgeback understands basic out, down, sit, etc., but will do it super quickly and forgets who or what could be in the way. What's the question? That they have a baby and they're concerned how oh, big their dog is. So what I would do is 
you want to start spatially aware it's not spatially aware right so start teaching it the out command start teaching it um things that like the the, the tummy time blanket is hot um teach it to go to a a space um the biggest thing is i would keep that dog on a leash and i would use a work on more usually we're not when we give a dog a command we give them a little bit of leeway on where they do that command like a down or something but if with your dog i would get a little bit more precise positioning on your dog and then i um, for spatially awareness you can use again the out command works really really great but also a stockyard whip which you can get at any tack shop there is that helps you also create your little bubble around you and then also slowing the dog down um inside the house is, rec- is highly recommended. And then outside around like kids is also very, very recommended. The biggest thing is being knocked over, as you know. Next. Morgan, separation anxiety, new house. My dog is crate trained, but since the move, separation anxiety has began. Yeah. I am right. Am I right to e call or correct the howling barking as its unwanted behavior? 100%. Next. Aubrey, so sad I can't make it to the San Diego seminar, but I must say I'm proud that with all the Zoom and Patreon content, we can cope till you return again. So, Aubrey, why can't you make it to San Diego, honey? Just plans, obviously. Well, cancel the plans. Brandon Brandon said, hey, you guys, Brandon with T&E Elite Canine. Oh, nice. I just want to thank you for changing my life and so many dogs and people as well. By the way, I have about 20 owners using a bonker right now. Ha, take that, bonker haters. (laughs) So, Brandon... First of all, let's go. Second of all, congratulations mm-hmm. on all your success. I'm really proud of you. Third of all, I know personally of at least 100 trainers, personally, 100 trainers that use bonkers, millions of owners use bonkers. And at this year's um, ICP organization, which I'm not a fan of the, that organization, um, uh, for numerous reasons, mostly mostly ethical um, they actually did a workshop on how to make a bonker. Go figure. Next. Mm. It's funny how like things that I do are horrific, but when other people do them, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's so great. Funny how that is. Alina said, our dog comes to heal while sees dogs while he's off leash with e-collar. I corrected him on a level of 40 on the mini educator and it never helped. Maybe I should make it higher. He's a service dog and a vest and he never whines, but he whines when he sees dogs. So he does whine. Okay. This is the thing. Him being a service dog is not important just to this conversation. Level 40 is a number. That's all it is, is a number. It's just a generic number. It doesn't mean anything to your dog at all. What means to your dog is if it stops its behavior or not. Unfortunately, right now in the dog training industry, there is so many people um, that are preaching like low level, like we use low levels too, but that low level doesn't have a number to it. It's just not correction level. We also use correction level but we need context. But there are many, many, many dog trainers that say never go above a certain level. I find that highly, highly, highly unethical because when a dog is in drive, the number that you think works doesn't work. So what number do you have to go to? The number that works. What number is that? We don't know until after the fact and we look at the dial. 
So if your dog was barking at the front door, you had a properly fit remote collar on, and you hit the dog at a 40, and it didn't stop, you went to 50, nope, 60, nope, 70, yep, 70 is the number. That day, that time. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if somebody said, well, 70 is wrong, you're pretty much an idiot because the dog was barking, everything up to 70 didn't work, including 69, and that's a lot of fucking fun. Oh 70 worked. So why? how could you tell me that was wrong? It worked. Well, it probably could have worked at 60. No, it didn't work at 60. Like, people's egos are getting in the way of, like, common sense. They, like, it drives me... It doesn't drive me crazy because nothing drives me crazy. I'm a pretty balanced person, even though my show doesn't reflect that. It's like, who is these, this remote collar training God that gets to say what numbers are acceptable and what numbers are not? Good question. The, who, do the who, dog? Yeah, it's supposed to be the dog. But who are these people that are like, never go above a certain number? Mm. Mm-hmm. Have you have you not seen double collars on working dogs? Why? Because when they're in drive, a single collar doesn't work. And these are highly trained dogs. Now, there are dogs that don't need any remote collar. Mm -hmm. Fine. That's fine. But there's a shitload of fucking dogs out there that need two collars. And all that matters is can that dog have off-leash freedom? Can that dog be around, around livestock? Can that dog recall? Because if you think pushing a button is going to make a dog coming running back to you without training, it won't. It'll run away from you, if anything. So go higher than 40. Next. Holding on dog training. Great Zoom today, as always. Thanks for the time. Oh, thanks, Ash. Becky. I just got bumped. Um, how can you correct the sneakiest dog that marks? We contain him to one room and we never catch him marking. Set up a video camera. Sit with your bag of Cheetos. Just kidding. Carrots and hummus. And have your remote collar ready. Next. Set your dog up to fail. Everybody is offended by that phrase. Mm. Set the dog up to fail. That doesn't sound very nice. It's like, well, hold on here. You're asking me a specific question. Like, how do I train a downstay? You use food and rewards and lots of positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. How do you proof it? You understand punishment. Correct. How do you stop an unwanted behavior? You set the dog up to make a mistake so you can give it information that says Don't that was that. wrong. Mm -hmm. It's a disservice not to do that. Mm -hmm. Next. Um, Megan said, I'm so sorry to hear about Mac. Yeah, it was time. I, 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 I thought it was the kindest thing to do, um, for a while. I've been thinking about it and, um, he had a really good life. He was my outside dog. If people don't know, if you ever hear me talk about my outside dog, he's my outside dog that's become an inside dog in the last year and a half. And he was here every day and we got him to, to protect our, our our property and um he had a beautiful he had a great life he had a really great life and he was great with all the kids and all our dogs and 
he was a good dog, but I'm not gonna let a dog be in pain just for for uh, any of my needs. Next. Megan said, the bunker changed my life. My life. Thank you. That's right. That's a that's a title of a song. Next. It's my life. Is that Bon Jovi? It's now on. Is that Bon Jovi? Yes. John Bon Jovi. Crixis. Just checking in. I'm still alive. Um, Hi, Crixis. You haven't been on Crixis, here forever. I was concerned Were about... Were you thinking about John Bon Jovi? <laughs> Crixis, I was... His hair. Yes. I was concerned about Crixis. Next. Morgan. Thanks, guys. I have five e-collar trained high drive dogs, Malamutes, Akitas. Which are all balanced dogs. Thinking of adding a male kind of corso, mm. which is also known to throw his weight around. I was What's thinking about you have a fucking this? powerhouse of a family there. Yeah, yeah. I think um, if you're the kind of owner that can handle powerful breeds through training, your presence, your philosophy, um, you understand pack mentality. Um, you already have four. Yeah, yeah, five. You're going to have five and you're going to have a sixth. Do it. I think if you want to do it, you're probably the human that could do it. Yeah. Next. Kelly said, I love your honesty. That's Same my, reason that's, people can't stand That's them. my Ohio upbringing. Not to say everyone in Ohio is honest, but. Um, Tell it like it is. I'm, I'm Speak just. Speak it I'm just like you. I'm just speaking the truth without any concern if somebody likes it or not. And there's a difference between insulting somebody and even though it's the truth, like you're, 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 you got an ugly nose. Well, that makes you an asshole. Right. But speaking the truth about the facts, like let's stick to the facts. Mm. And if you're offended by the facts, that has nothing to do with me or the facts. So I think that there's so much unethical behavior in a lot of the world, but the dog training industry that is keeping owners from living their best life for their dogs mm. um, that I don't want. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. So next. Bo, greetings from Oso and mom. We are still doing great. Hmm. Look at that. Three years, four years later, two years later, however long it's been. He was our OG COVID crew. So March, 2020. Yeah. So almost that's right. That's years. right. Cause he was stuck here for a while, wasn't he? He was here for yeah. a long time. We had a we had a bunch of dogs stuck here. Yeah. We had dogs. They were like groupie. They we, were the best that's friends. That's right. We had we had it a, was Ranger, Oso, yep. Goose, Goose, and Rocket. Yeah. We had a dog stuck here from Canada. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. He didn't get smuggled. Lindsay. He had to get smuggled back. Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he had to get smuggled back. And I think he got um he just got a check for four hundred and eighty five thousand dollars. Next. Next. I like put a freaking e-collar on you. Shot you up. Um, where am I? Africa. I was asked what's my philosophy on letting my dog's personality shine through when in a discussion about training. Mm -hmm. I was a bit confused, but I said my dog can be a dog when I say so. Mm -hmm. Meaning there's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. Playtime, work time, and chill time. Mm -hmm. Ironically... A trainer I used to watch went on a rant a few days later about you. I assumed he didn't say your name about trainers doing videos with dogs in place for the whole time. I don't watch him anymore because of this. So Africa, you know, we get a lot of, um, we get a lot of people that condemn us for doing place 
for yeah. long periods of time, like four hours. And because one online video shows our whole day here too. Be, and this is the thing is like, first of all, it's pretty unprofessional to, we get called out by name a lot. And I find that very unprofessional. Like you train the way you want to train and I'll train the way I want to train. And then the marketplace will decide who they want to, who they want to, you know, utilize. And they want to probably pick from a little bit of everybody. But the question I have is, if I told you that my dog sleeps on the couch for four hours while I'm at work, would you have a problem with that? Nope. So if I'm at work and I showed you a video camera of my dog at home on the couch mm -hmm. for four hours sleeping, would that be a problem? Most people, no, not at all. Okay. Well, I bring my dog to work. And while I'm at my computer doing a podcast, doing my online consults, running a company, I have my dogs be in place instead of walking around freely in my office. Mm -hmm. Why is that a problem? Mm -hmm. Why is it that when we have 10 dogs, all of them with their own major behavioral issues, some of them including human aggression and dog aggression, high-level leash reactivity, and we give them a balanced diet, exercise them, do obedience training with them, socialize them, give them free time where they can make their own decisions so we can see if they're going to make the right decision or the wrong decision. But then we'll put them in place while we're working other dogs. We'll put them in place while Angelo is doing his little parkour course. We'll put them in place. Imagine 10 dogs all lying down, doing nothing, while Angelo, who is nine, is riding around on a scooter, running around, jumping, playing, and none of the dogs move. And many of these dogs used to go after children, go after people, be reactive. Now, what somebody is seeing is a small part of their the day. A one minute video clip. Right. But even though we do it for, say, three hours or four hours, but it's like, but if we're... But not even consecutively, though. But, but even if we did, though, and we do sometimes, but if I train you for an hour and you've been on a walk and then I put you in place and then I train four other dogs while you're in place and you have to sit there and just watch... Or sleep. These dogs being trained and then I get back to you, what is the big deal? What, know, what, like, awesome. what is the big deal? This is a training facility. Like, what should they, like, what is the big deal? I, I just don't, it, it just, it, I, I'm, I'm baffled by it. I'm just baffled by it. Like, these dogs just be walking around free while we're training other dogs. Some do, but I'm baffled by, and this is, it's all based on ego stuff. And Africa, this is a great example where the market, so Africa is part of the marketplace. Mm -hmm. So she stopped following somebody, which she's entitled to do. But one of the biggest turnoffs to the marketplace is trainers bashing other trainers. That's any industry. Right. And they don't get it. Teachers bashing other teachers. Yep, they don't you get it. name the title. Yep. Why would you do that to someone in your industry? Yep. yep. Total unprofessionalism. And also, whatever. I won't, I won't keep going. Next.
Kathy B said, "Yep, Bon Jovi." Yep, Kathy B. Would See, know that. I know. Yep, I grew up on that shit. Charles, I often use my bonker as a headrest on the recliner. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. It makes a good headrest right there. You put it right in the back, right in the curve, right there. Morgan yeah. must be nuts. Haha. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yep. Uh, Bia, what would you do if the dog is not motivated to eat their own food during training? So, you know, that's the thing is we use the dog's food for training. So we actually use a ton of food for training. Um, don't, don't, who's that? Did I ask that? Um, but Bia. Bia. So make sure you're not, if you want to food train your dog, don't let them eat out of their bowls. You use their daily food for their training. Next. Um, Jack said when someone is bashing competitors, it's usually because they are jealous. Well, it's a lot of different reasons why it's a lot of it's based on low self-esteem, low self-worth. Um, it's unprofessional. Um, they don't understand that this is a business and, and professional businesses don't do that. Um, it's also somebody that wants to tear somebody down instead of raising up themselves. And, you know, yes, jealousy has a lot to do with it, but it's, it's deeper than that though. It's deeper than that. Next. Megan, my boxer, he's one and a half years old, is getting neutered. Poor guy. He actually has one ball. The other never dropped. He's my first dog ever, so I'm unsure of what to expect. A lot of people say this calms dogs down. How do you feel about this? I think the calming of it, the dog down after it's been desexed is fucking bullshit. I can't tell you how many drivey dogs get get desexed and are still drivey as can be. And their owners are like, oh, I thought the dog would calm down. I'm like, no, they just can't procreate. Next. But what to expect? Well, definitely rest, cone. Oh, like supervision. right afterwards? I think she was talking about the behavior. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's she does it's her first dog, you know? You gotta think about everything. Mm. Lots of rest. Yes. Um Kathy said, I agree about never talking crap about any trainers. More people should feel the same. Yeah. Aubrey said, do you recommend probiotic supplements for anxiety and reactivity? If so, which kind? No, I do not. I recommend. I think probiotics are good, but they're not going to solve behavioral issues. We're specifically. Gut health is important. I'm not. We're not talking about nutrition right now. We're talking about behavior. I think behavior mod stops it. Next. Presley, how do you feel about owners teaching their dogs to use buttons to communicate? It's been really popular on TikTok recently. All the talking buttons where it's like outside walk the dog like touches the button well just to inform everybody the dog's actually not talking to them it's a fucking cue it's no different than a dog bringing you a leash right and then magically you go on a walk right or oh, i hit this button or and we a go dog on. brings you a ball and you throw it right yes it's all it is is just just basic yeah. memorization it's just mar yeah. marker training yeah, exactly so uh, you know is it all the rage if they had a don't bite button so when the dog wanted a bite it said i want to bite i shouldn't bite let me push this button and then i won't want to bite anymore i'd be a big fan of it next Devin, do you believe that exercise and anxiety have an inverse relationship i believe that every dog needs to be exercised um, I believe exercise is important in the total, over, total overall ownership of a dog, but I do not believe it gets rid of anxiety. There's a lot of dogs out there that are exercised a lot and they still have anxiety. And there's dogs out there that don't get any exercise at all. that don't have anxiety at all. Next. 
Channing, Jeff, I have a new puppy in the house, Sheltie, and a five-year-old dog, Border Collie Chihuahua Mix. When trying to train the puppy with the clicker, the older dog is afraid of the clicker. Tips, advice. Um, put the o older dog out of the room for now. Next. That's it. That's it. Good, because it's 540. It's time to go. Thank you all Look so much. We love you. We will see you. Don't forget to check out our um, new um, Solid Canine Training University. Joelle's going to put up the link one more time. Even if you don't want to buy our first product, you can still get on the mailing list because um, that's how you'll hear about future products. I'm editing these videos every day. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. Good night. All. Greatly appreciate all of you.